you are on the right hand side of the father so much god loves you when you understand this truth when you realize this truth when you see this truth then you stand on the victory ground now you go into prayer closet as a winner man now you don't go pleading begging god please 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 you say god thank you thank you thank you god it's amazing it's awesome i know i can see what you've done for me oh i know my position i am royalty i am not a beggar amen because the book of revelation says we are kings and priests unto the lord i have a royal blood the blood of jesus flowing in my veins amen so now you pray like royalty you confess like royalty you worship like royalty why your elder brother is jesus you are a hair and co-hair of christ you are a hair of god and co-hair of christ that means you are a hair of god you are royalty wow you are you are a king and a queen that's what the bible calls you so don't a king and queen never begs so let's not be a servant pleading a servant will plead with the master in the old covenant god was almighty god was el shaddai god was elohim god was uh, the jehova yudhe wafe where we had to plead master god that's what people used to pray master they plead as the servant looks at the hand of the master so the children used to look in the new covenant we don't go to god jehova we don't go to god elohim we go to god daddy god abba father i am not a servant to plead i am a son who takes i just take it a servant will plead but a son takes amen so your prosperity you have to take your healing you have to take your blessing you have to take your marriage your spouse you have to take your money you have to take your job you have to take your health you have to take your children you have to take everything is provided get ready and take amen take from god hallelujah you are son of god just take it just believe it and take it in the book of mark chapter 11 verse 23 and 24 it says when you pray when you have believed what you have asked for believe that you have received what's the meaning of the word receive receive is in english your bible in english bible that you read it's in english receive when you see in greek you know what it means whatever you have prayed for whatever you have prayed for whatever whatsoever you desire the bible says whatsoever you desire when you have prayed for it the bible says believe that you have received what is the meaning of receive you have taken the word receive is taken a servant pleads please 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 god heal me please 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 god bless me god is like oh my god it's breaking my heart why are you acting like this you're not a beggar you're my son you're my daughter don't come to me like this weak and beggarly come and take it all what i have is yours amen that's what the father told to the prodigal son that is a beautiful image of heavenly father and you apostle paul in the book of galatians 4 gives a beautiful allegory of sarah and hagar sarah was mother of grace 
Hagar is the mother of law. The allegory is so beautiful. Isaac is the son of grace. And Ishmael is the son of law. And we see the son of law is always instigating, provoking, hurting the son of grace. That's what they say, right? What are you going? Which church are you going? That church, a dancing pastor. <laughs> the son of law is always instigating. What is that church? All are dancing. Definitely they all are going to hell. <laughs> so sad they are in the law. They are sons of Hagar. It's okay. Thank God we are sons of Sarah. We are the sons of grace. We know our covenant. We know and we are on a higher ground. Amen. We are on higher ground with deeper and greater revelation. Because grace is not elementary. To understand grace, you need to be a matured Christian. Amen. Everybody understands law very easily. You do this, you get this. You don't do this, you don't get this. You do this, you're punished. Everybody understands. But grace, to understand grace, the eyes, the eyes of your heart has to be enlightened. Amen. The eyes of you, I pray, that's what Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 1.17. I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Amen. May your eyes be enlightened today. Don't come begging. Don't come pleading. This time when you're confessing, this time when you go into prayer closet, go as royalty and go to command the Satan to get out from your house. Command the Satan to get out from your finances. Command the Satan to take off his hands from your body because you are royalty. And he is your subject. He has to listen to you. Amen. Amen. Resist the devil and he flees from you, says the word of God. You must take your position. Don't come down. If you come down, that means you have fallen from grace. You are frustrating the grace of God. You are making the grace which was towards you in vain. Don't make that grace in vain. Every time when you pray, try to recheck. Think and ask, am I coming with the attitude that if I come to church today, I will be healed? Am I giving to God? If I give to God, I will become rich. You're giving to God because you're already rich. Amen. You're taking communion not to be healed. You're taking communion because you're already healed. You are a healthy person resisting sickness. Amen. So when you come with this understanding, it's a very thin line of difference. So sometimes we go back to weak and beggarly. Most often it is very difficult to unlearn, very easy to learn. <laughs> we have been trained to do performance and get things. So the same approach we have with God. So to understand this, it's like so difficult for people. They're like, how? By doing nothing, God has done everything to me. I don't have to do anything. Yes, you don't have to do anything. I have to only rest. Yes, you have to only rest. In uh, Mosaic Covenant, they had to keep the Sabbath day holy. They had to keep the Sabbath. In New Covenant, you don't have to keep the Sabbath. You are in the Sabbath. Amen. Jesus is your Sabbath rest. It was a shadow. It was a shadow. Jesus was saying, the Bible was saying, don't do anything on Sabbath day. It was a shadow of the new covenant. Now in Jesus, you are doing nothing and you are receiving. Amen. Now, when I said works of 
faith and works of law here people get little confused anything i can continue to sin i can continue to do everything wrong and god loves me yes god loves you but if you are continuing in sin you're continuing in problem that means i have to question your salvation you know why if you are saved it may be that you're struggling with addiction but you will hate that sin you will hate it you know why the spirit of the sun is in you the spirit of the sun is holy it will hate titus chapter 2 verse 11 and 12 it will hate so now works of faith works of faith is doing the works knowing the benefits of grace i'll explain let's read this scripture titus 2:11 and 12 for the grace of god that brings salvation has appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lest we should live soberly righteously and godly in the present age what the bible says the grace of god teaches us what teaches you the grace of god teaches you to deny ungodliness if i teach law it will teach you to deny ungodliness the law is strength of sin you will go out and continue to sin people say you are saved by grace come come don't sin don't touch the communion because you are unworthy so you are focusing oh my god i am sinner i am sinner i am sinner you are attracting sin you are attracting problem you are attracting sin because your focus is on the sin and the, the law is empowering sin and you are doing more sin and you are coming to church and listening don't touch communion and you are going out and doing more sin and struggling in this circle i am here to tell you that you are set free you have been delivered you have translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light you touch the holy communion because it is not talking about unworthy man it's talking about unworthy manner you are unworthy man before you were saved today you are not a sinner god does not call you sinner god calls you righteous so you have to call what god calls you and as a righteous man touch the communion receive the salvation receive the healing receive the blessing so teaching of grace helps you to deny ungodliness so if someone says oh grace of god is given me license to sin that means he is not saved he is elementary he has not understood the grace of god it doesn't give license to sin it says it teaches me to deny ungodliness i i don't even have to focus on sin i focus so much on the sun i don't know when sin has left me amen i focus so much that i am healed 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 my mind has believed finally and i'm finally perfectly in my body healed i am focusing so much that i am rich i am rich i am rich i don't know when poverty has left me i don't have poverty mentality anymore i am focusing so much that jesus went to garden of gethsemane and made my mind free i am set free i don't know when i was delivered from the thoughts of negativity fear and failure and past problems what you focus is what will grow focus on the sun amen focus on jesus be jesus conscious forgiveness conscious grace conscious understand the works of faith amen now what is works of faith works of faith i told you it's not that i don't do any work i sit at home now it is by grace god is going to send ravens and send me food <laughs> the bible says god does not directly give you money 
Sometimes people say, right, you might have heard testimonies. God give me money. I found money on the road. I prayed. <laughs> Thank God for his mercy. <laughs> but that's not how God makes you prosperous. God is not going to put one crore rupees on the road for you to get. <laughs> okay? How God makes you prosperous? In the book of Deuteronomy, it says, he gives you power to make wealth. Amen. He has given you power. You go whatsoever your hand does, it will prosper. Whatsoever you do, it will do good. Whatever you touch, it will turn to gold. Amen. He has given you power to make wealth. So please go and utilize that power. Amen. So you must understand this clarity. Understand the subject where it says falling from grace. Now how to do confession. So now I don't go to prayer closet. I have to pray. I have to confess my pastor has told me. I have to worship because I am in worship team. <laughs> no. <laughs> now you go and say, God, I am super excited to sing about you. I know my voice is enchanting to you. I am super excited to talk to you. I enjoy your company because you love my company. I like to talk everything to you. I am so happy what you have done to me. Thank you, Jesus. I confess that you have made me rich. You have blessed me. I am favored. You have put me on the heart of everyone to favor me. I am growing stronger. I am going healthier. I am blessed to be a blessing. I am a victor, not a victim. I am not just a warrior. I am more than a conqueror. I go on to confess. Amen. You go on to pray. Now your prayer life is different. Now your worship is different. Now you are fasting, not because, oh, I have to fast for God to bless me. No, I fast because God has blessed me. So let me receive. I am not fighting for victory. I am fighting from victory. I am standing on higher ground. I am standing on grace ground. I am standing today blessed, prospered, healed, victorious because Jesus has won the battle for me. Amen. Jesus has won the battle. You are a winner man. It's over. It's over. Amen. The war is won. Amen. So when you get this understanding that you were healed, that you were blessed, that you were prosperous, that is when things are going to change. Believe this. Understand this. Get to know this truth about the grace. So now, all of you repeat after me. Weak and beggarly elements. I will not go to weak and beggarly elements. Amen. You have made this commitment. You will not go to weak and beggarly elements. Don't try to get something from God. You have already got it. Amen. Shall we give him glory and thanks? Thank you, Daddy God. Thank you for what you have done, Daddy God. We praise you. We honor you. We thank you. Over to Pastor Abraham. Praise God for his amazing grace. Amen. If you really understood grace, you will never stop singing all the days of your life. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. What a revelation. He who attempts to be justified by the law, he is the one who has fallen from grace. That was the context. Context is key. Context is king. He who attempts to be justified by the law, it is he who has fallen from grace. 
what a powerful powerful revelation amen church it is not our godliness that will lead us to the truth it is the knowledge of this truth that will lead you to godliness amen many people attempt they think by becoming godly they will know the truth but it is totally the other way around the knowledge of this truth leads you to godliness i don't know if you're getting it but continue to meditate on it it is the knowledge of the truth that leads you to godliness it might really think it might sound to you that yes grace 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 it's looking like it's a license to sin no 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 grace has a higher standard when the woman caught in adultery was brought to jesus did jesus compromise on god's holiness what was his first response to the woman caught in adultery he said he who has not done any sin let him first throw the stone the first response to sin was he said let him first throw the stone because he knows sin has to be severely dealt with he dealt with sin he knows sin requires punishment he who has not committed any sin let him first throw the stone so jesus never compromised on holiness sin is horrible church sin damages life it damages marriages it damages everything in your life sin is horrible that's why we preach grace because grace is the only answer to overcome sin amen when the world was filled with sin the one who is full of grace came down because grace empowers you to fulfill the law amen grace empowers you to fulfill the law so sin has no dominion on him who is under grace when you are under grace you will become more holy that is the truth amen when you are under grace you will be empowered not to sin if you are under law it is the strength of sin so when you understand that you are fighting from victory and not for victory when you understand in grace you're already a winner amen in law you're trying to win and can you win that race what is the curse of the law what is the curse of the law the curse of the law is you cannot keep the law that is the curse the curse of the law is you cannot keep the law that is why in the covenant of grace you are a winner you are already a winner you're more than conquerors in christ you know who is a conqueror the one who wins all the time the one who wins all the time 
without even fighting you win amen you are more than a conqueror amen are there some conquerors in this house today amen are there some winners in the house today amen. oh yes if you really understood this continue to meditate on this the way you speak will change the way you think will change the way you believe will change the way you approach life will completely change the way you dance will change the way you sing will change we believe you were blessed by this message our vision is to make known the mystery of the gospel which is christ in you you can be a blessing by partnering with priya abraham ministries to share this good news to partner visit priyaabraham.org/partner